from the halls of Heartland in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, welcome to the Bonus Content Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear some combination of Sarah, Jake, Carrie, Brent, Blesson, and Dugan as they wander on a beginning bunny trail, give you a weekend update, and get a peek behind the scenes of all things Heartland. And now, here's your hosts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bonus Content Podcast. We're recording a little bit later this week due to some scheduling issues with me. And uh, so it's Thursday. Welcome to our Thursday recording episode. Those of you listening on Thursday, happy Thursday. If you missed us Wednesday, we're sorry. Once again, today is Thursday and we're recording on... Wow. Are you guys going to stop me? Or <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> I was going to point out that that <laughs> intro video, Ashley names like Two thirds of our staff, and except me. I know, and it's just so funny every time I and hear her. It, you guys are like, who knows who's going to be there? <laughs> we don't know. Well, we have we have so many consistent hosts. Might be Dugan, Tyler, Jake, Sarah, Courtney, Tyler. Bartholomew, Tyler. Bartholomew. We have Beth, a Tyler on our staff. Blessing. I've not met Carrie okay. and maybe maybe Bennett. This is my signal. Despite so your complaint, let's, let's rein it we're in. still not going to list either of you. And just so everyone knows, Brent is back. Hey, Hello. Brent's back. I know that's back what the people the have really been waiting for. Give the people so, what they want. Me. Okay, <laughs> today's podcast, podcast all about humility. Also, it feels like midnight recording this late. Doesn't it feel so late right now? A little. My eyes are heavy. <laughs> I might yeah, close What are you up. talking about? You're, I'm going to close up while we record. You're half asleep when we record in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes you're while like we record. You're like yawning and I'm stretching. I'm saving my energy. <laughs> that's why you haven't been here, because every time we try to get you for the podcast, you're sleeping. <laughs> Literally, that's exactly what it is. Hey, but actually, before we jump into this week, can you can you give us a little mini life update? We, we've been pseudo updating people. On all the stuff that's been going on. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, no, it's okay. not. Um, I mean, you look <laughs> awful. You look just terrible. No, things are going well. Um, we're home, which has been great. We've been home for almost three weeks now, nice. which is the longest we've ever been home. Yeah. And she'll be three months old on March 1st. So wow. we're home and we have like a few other procedures and things to do. But so far, things are going really great. So that's good. Yeah. I got Jeez. to snuggle her yesterday. You did. Yeah. So great. Yeah, she is. She's great. She's pretty big, 97th percentile. <laughs> that was true before she's she was thick. born, though, right? Yeah, she's just always been a big girl. Okay. Baby. <laughs> like her daddy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that, gives, uh, that gives... I'm back, people. <laughs> I've, you just never know what I'm going to say. You're like, What's this podcast about? about? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. That gives ESPN, like, uh, uh, 18 years to get the women's football league going. Yeah, then, I know. Uh, I do wonder. I'm like, you don't know. seem built like a ballerina, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I cash. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm are those, kidding. Are those the only choices? Football or ballerina? Yes. <laughs> that's all. That's the only ones I know. Okay. All right. Uh, well, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time joining us, we're so glad that you're here. Our format for this series is a little bit different than normal, uh, which is we are taking your questions based on our series Deconstructing Together. Because it's uh, uh, content that is just very complex and there's a whole lot we could talk about, uh, we thought we would take over the podcast and try to answer your questions. And so far, all of the questions have been kind of amazing and like kind really of, challenging. Not fully, just kind of. Oh, okay. Brent, <laughs> we're so glad you're here. <laughs> they've been kind fully 100% amazing. Of, kind of good. But. Um, and uh, yeah, just, just being able to d- dig into it more. And I was thinking after our last couple episodes... I, I really, I, because they're so complex and and I mean, honestly like hard to answer, especially in a succinct way. I love that the questions people are 
are asking, that questions that I'm asking, there the expectation is not, hey, you will arrive at a point where it is 100% completely answered, you understand it front to back, and you have no more things to learn. I like that it's not like that. That feels so mm. in, in line with the Lord, that feels so in line with our faith, that these are questions we will be seeking uh, new perspective and new wisdom for for the rest of our lives. So I like that, and my hope for those of you who have been listening is that not only, um, not only do you feel maybe encouraged and challenged in your faith based on, uh, hopefully, based on some of the questions that we're talking about in the series and in the podcast, but ideally this would also inspire you to continue searching and continue researching. And you know, those of you who have reached out for more resources, that's incredible. That's wonderful. That's like the whole point is to continue seeking truth and continue seeking God through through these questions. And like we've talked about, Jesus saying, I am the truth, feel like you'll end up at him anyway. So anyway, so I think that's great. That's also a tiny caveat uh, be, that we might not answer your question great. So just keep doing research uh, <laughs> because we don't know everything. So uh, we're going to jump into our questions for this week. Um, which has been sort of taken over by our segment called Weekend Update. Lesson was on top of that. I didn't even I didn't even like hype up the cue. That was really good. Uh, okay, this pass. Oh, Brent. Yep, there you go. Stancing. Oh, is that what that was? I was afraid <laughs> yes. you're having a seizure. Yes. Uh, this past weekend, we continued to deconstruct together, where we answered the question: Is saying Jesus is the only way to God? Uh, ethnocentric, which is a word I learned when we were preparing for the series, <laughs> and exclusive. I'm sorry, that was funny to me. I just, I was like... I, that was a good chuckle. It was kind of deep. I like that. Well, that's because John's smarter than me, and so when I was writing the teaching, <laughs> I had to, I texted smart. him, I go, it, can I change this word? Because I don't know what it means, and I'm afraid to teach it, because I, 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 I wouldn't like be backing up. Oh, that's funny. You do say some words that uh, make you sound really smart. Well, you say pragmatic a lot. <laughs> he does. I still don't know what that means, but you say it. And I nod like I do because I want to seem smart. I like the word epicenter. I'm like, okay, what's at the epicenter of that question? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. What a, you, you, you have some new phrases. You, you still say, if you will, a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. and wherever Ashley and I are in our lives, whenever you say it, we find each other and go, <laughs> we, we will. will. Just look through yes, the room. We, right. we do. We Honestly, like, <laughs> she'll be in the booth and I'm in the second row. And like, yeah. uh, you both do this. You both say at the end of the day, a lot. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. All the time. And I'm like, what about mid-afternoon? <laughs> what is this also true in the morning or just at the end of the day? Uh, okay, so we have two questions this week, right? And I have a personal Oh, Brent, one. why don't you go first? Okay. So this, we can cut this if this gets too spicy mm. for everyone. That makes me want to do the opposite of cutting. Yeah, I know, but I just, I, I don't want it to go in a bad place. But I, <laughs> you're teaching... Your first like 15 minutes, probably when we dove into the other religion portion mm -hmm. of the teaching. So I could barely listen to the rest of your teaching. So I was so stuck on that, <laughs> which was great. It was all good. But I was like, I just hadn't thought about because I think in my in a circle of people that I exist with, a big question is how do I navigate that conversation with people who are not believers? I don't even want to say Jesus is the only way because it feels so offensive. It feels exactly what you were saying, all the things. Mm -hmm. So I think I, and so then after your teaching, 
there was a few friends that I texted and sent your teaching to because I was like, I'm curious, am I like, I, I think that there's, there is a way, there's more to say there of like, I feel like that's a big reason from what I have heard or just my relationships, that that is a big reason why people walk away from faith or shy away from faith is because they do not feel comfortable. It's just like really hard when someone is like in like whatever religion or doing their mm -hmm. own thing and amazing individuals and doing well, navigating the conversation of, but at the end of the day, Jesus is the only way. And so I was curious if we could dialogue or maybe there's nothing that maybe we don't know, which is also, I think, totally fair to say. But what how do you navigate that rather than being like, well, that feels wrong. And so I'm going to not pursue faith in that way. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of people who are like, but how do I do that? How do I care for my my friends or whoever their family who do not subscribe to faith or maybe subscribe to a different faith? But I'm like, I really believe that Jesus is the only way. And so, yeah, hopefully I'm, I know I'm saying a lot of words, but just like, how do you navigate through that um, and communicate that with people? And do we think that that's true and like that they're not yeah. going to heaven because they don't actually believe that Jesus is the only way, although they subscribe to a set of maybe standards or some things in Christianity they do, they vibe with, but ultimately they don't believe that Jesus is the only way. How do we as Christ followers navigate those conversations? I have been asked that by people, not Christians who are in different practice in different ways. And I have been like, it is so such an intense thing to be like, uh, it does say that in there. So I was curious of just thoughts on that. What maybe you've, I'm, well, I'm sure you've come across that being in these roles for so long, but yeah, I just had a lot of great discussion about that this week after your teaching of like, but actually, how do we like navigate that? I'll jump in. I don't know. Um, I, I, one of the things I love that you talked about, Dugan, was how I think a lot of people assume all religions lead to the same destination, mm -hmm. meaning they think all roads lead to God, right? So if you follow the Christian faith, it'll lead you to God. If you follow the Jewish faith, it leads you to God. If you follow the Muslim faith, it leads you to God. And well, the others probably lead you to the same God mm -hmm. that those three lead you to. Um, so but I Scientology that leads you to that alien <laughs> guy or something. Tom Cruise. Those. Yeah. Oh, it leads you to Tom Cruise. <laughs> I've always wanted to meet him. Um, but I, I remember hearing um, a debate between a Muslim scholar and a Christian scholar, and they were debating this very question. And at the end of the debate, the Muslim scholar acknowledged, he said, I thought coming in here, our religions would lead to the same God. But I realize right now, we may disagree on a lot of things, but one of the things that I have to acknowledge is that your answer about your God was so Christ-centric. Mm. It was so Jesus-centric. We do not worship the same God. And that was the, the Muslim's understanding. And so I thought your point that all religions do not lead to the same place was so spot on and so well articulated kind of with the paths up the mountain yeah. that they don't all arrive at the top of the same mountain because Christians follow a God and worship a God that is ultimately we we describe him with the Trinity, the God, the Father, God, the Son, Jesus, and God, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. 
And so in some ways, what we are saying when we say Jesus is the only way is what we are saying is Jesus is the only way to the God that is Jesus and the Father and the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And no other religion in the world would ever even claim to be leading to God, who is God the Father, God Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit. They would not even claim to be pointing people to Jesus. But that's the God that we worship. That's the God that we follow. And so to say Jesus is the only way to Jesus, I think is actually much easier for us to mm. accept and digest because we would go, yeah, if the ultimate destination we're trying to get to and worship and be with is Jesus, Jesus is the only way. Because it's him. Because it's him. And he he is the only one to have, and I mentioned this briefly, but that all of the religions, the leader or founder of particular religions, for the most part, not universally, are, their claim was, hey, I have been given or I came up with a way to get to God. So if you come and follow me, I'll show you how to get to God or achieve nirvana or find peace or get to heaven. But Jesus was the only one who said, I am God, like you just said. Yeah. And... The and way, I've come to you. I've come to you, and the mm -hmm. only way to get to me is through me, because I am He. Not, not like there's no, there's the the, the all of the religions are founded on like the middleman to go. Hey, right. I, I figured it out. Come to me, and then I'll point you in the right. And Jesus was like, "You already arrived. If you come to me, that's mm -hmm. you, you got there." Yeah, I, I think too. If I if I like even dig deeper into the question, I think the the problem has too has been, um. Right, that, that Jesus coming was good news. But I think Christians over the centuries, when you talk about holy wars and about Christian the crusades and about like all of these things, I think we've taken good news and we're like, we have good news and nana nana boo boo. Like if you don't have you know, do 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 like I feel like instead of being like, Hey, we have good news for you yeah. and I wanna tell it, it's almost like we've we're like guarded with it and it's like unless you do mm -hmm. x y or z then you can't have the good mm -hmm. news mm -hmm. and so we do it in a weird like there's like the, the weird mix of a good heart and yet there's a it's so easy and this is what's so complicated is it's so easy to have arrogance for mm -hmm. christians to have arrogance around this good news and i think mm -hmm. that's what makes it sometimes unpalatable for the world is because we kind yeah. of are like we're a little bit like you're wrong and I'm right. And so I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. And so because I'm better than you, like poor you, I'm going to share Jesus with you. <laughs> and I think that posture yeah. is what has turned people off. 100%. I don't actually know. I kind of like what you said is we should just be like the fact that there is a way, the fact that Jesus came and there's a way. I think if our message is just like, hey, everybody, do you know like that we are all trying to reach God in one way, shape or form? But God already made a way. And it's through Jesus. It's not me. It's not us. Don't look at me. Don't look at the church. Don't look at whatever. Like literally look at Jesus. And isn't this such good news? Isn't this amazing? I think it's hard to believe that a lot of people wouldn't be like, yeah, let me hear more about it. I think sometimes the reason people think it's not ethnocentric or the reason people is because of a certain culture or certain people we, we share good news with maybe unintentionally, but a little bit of arrogance and a little bit of like, we're right and we got to teach you. And I think that delivery has really cost people to be like, I don't really want what you have because the way you're telling me about this feels yeah. icky. Well, That's and I really think it feels like too, like with what you're saying, maybe this isn't fair to say, but I think <laughs> it feels like at least it's the loudest is the majority 
I was going to say it feels like the majority, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's more the loudest <laughs> is the latter. Mm-hmm. The like, mm-hmm. and so I think when like I had a person I texted who is not a not would say they're not a believer or Christ follower right now. I texted them and I was like, "What like what like?" Because I knew that this person they their story was that someone had like to like reach out to them, like was very kind about it. And when I say this, you're gonna be like, "I don't know if that's kind," but he said they were very kind about it, but had went to meet with them over coffee and was like almost in tears of like, I want you to experience Jesus so much and I don't want you to go to hell. Like I care deeply about you. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like this, like it was a, it was very scary. Like they were Mm -hmm. like, Oh my gosh. Like I didn't even know that you thought that I would go there based on. And so it kind of just gets, I think it is like a little bit of what you're saying. I think though, like the loudest has been the, I've got something that you Mm -hmm. don't. And unless you do these things, you're going to do it. And so I think then, at least what I've seen in my friends or people that I know of in circles, the pendulum swings the other way of like, I'm actually never going to talk about Jesus in this way or ever bring it up or yeah, just like it feels so like, and even me, I will say when I'm in situations where people ask me what I do, it's always like an easy, that's like such an easy way to talk about Jesus, but I get so nervous or I'm like, I feel myself tense up to be like, I'm a pastor at a church, but we're a really nice church and we're cool and <laughs> God is great and he loves you. And I'd be like, ah! yeah. and so, but because it does feel like the majority is the, or the loudest is the, you know, speaking about it in a way that feels so exclusive. Um, I don't know. It's just interesting. I don't, I don't know. It's a, I feel like it's a very hard one mm-hmm. to navigate as people. It just like, yeah, I think it's well. It's just interesting, John. Your point about the the point about all paths leading to different places is really, really important because it's it, then it becomes it's not a debate of like your path is wrong, my path is right. If there's a conversation between a Christian and somebody of another faith, the conversation needs to start with like, well, where, what where are you trying to get to? Like, mm-hmm. if yeah. if we're gonna debate like who's quote unquote right and who's wrong, like what? What's the end goal here? Like, I I have a firm belief that Jesus is the only way to God to an eternity in His presence. That that is that's how Scripture defines heaven. That's what that's going to be. That's what I'm trying to pursue in my earthly life is more of God. Uh, you know, Your kingdom come here. So if somebody's like, well, how can you say that's the only way? The response is like, that's that's the way that I believe to this. But what where are you trying to get to? What are you trying to get to? And I, I mean, ignorantly, unfortunately, like I don't know. I don't know the end goal of all major world religions. I know some of them, but but I, that would be the discussion to start to be like, well, my end goal is, uh, you know, peace uh, with the universe and all of creation. I, I would go, okay, I, like help me understand. You know, what I'm saying, like, help me mm-hmm. understand. If if we're not talking about what's the best driving route to get to Costco from here. If they're like, well, I'm going to go to Target because I'm going to buy something different. I'd be like, all right, well, then I shouldn't even tell you my route to Costco because you're not that that would be a wasted conversation. And I mm-hmm. don't want to make you feel bad about the way you're going to get to Target because that's not, that's not where I'm trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, I think historically, too, there's probably been too many times when Christians have have been uh, happy that people weren't going to, you know, get to heaven. Yeah. Right, that they they um, kind of secretly enjoy the fact that 
people they don't like aren't going to be there, right? And that goes all the way back to the New Testament. Or at least that's what it seems like. But when you read about some of the Pharisees and things, some of the Jewish leaders, it felt like they were happy to condemn people who were, you know, not uh, doing what they should have done. They were quick to condemn. They, they had no problem doing that. And I think Christians have done that as well over the, over the years where it's like, man, we should want everybody to get there and make it and get in. Mm -hmm. So the fact that sometimes Christians come across as like enjoying the fact that the sinners of the world are going to burn, you know, it's like, what an awful unchristlike attitude and spirit and perspective, man, we should want them to everyone to find the way. And, and I will say too, the way you spoke this Sunday, and I think it's also just the way all of you communicate really is it's actually so much simpler than what I think we've all kind of made it out. Not we all, but in general, the church maybe has made it to be because I think it can get, it sounds, it can be really confusing the way people talk about this idea of like accepting Jesus, like all of it, but just like the simplicity of what you talked about this weekend. I also think, yeah, it's a lot simpler and maybe we would be a little bit more bold to share our faith when it, like you said, when it does feel like, no, this is just hope. Like it's not anything other than hope really Mm -hmm. and freedom and all these things that come along with that. But yeah, the old, the f- last thing I feel like I want to say, and this was my first reaction to your question, which is such a good question because that is a because I understand and I've been in that place before where kind of like you said, there's like a, a, a very good heart intent to want to people that you love and care about um, speak to them what I believe is the way or the 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 truth of being with God. You know, of course, there's like a you remember the very famous. Um, uh, not Penn and Teller. Penn, Penn uh, what's his last name? The magician. Yeah, Penn and, Penn and Teller. No, but that's two of them. What's oh, Penn's last name? I, I can't remember. His name. Oh, uh, anyway, do you remember? Do you do you remember that really famous viral video that went out where yeah. he he was witnessed to by somebody, and he's a staunch atheist, but his whole point was like, I appreciated what this guy was doing because if he truly believes what he believes, then anybody who believes that should be doing this because of their passion and their heart. So I get that tension of like, yeah, it's well intended, but how do you not come across judgmental or or dismissive or exclusionary? Um, but the honestly, the first thing I thought of when you said that goes back to how John you started the series, which is when Jesus asked the greatest commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and the second is like this, which is to love each other as themselves, and by loving each other, you're loving God. So it all all comes back to that, and I I just genuinely feel like the best. Uh, the best witness, the best evidence of Jesus being the way is is not the eloquency of an argument, is not the uh, bullet points that you use in a convincing statement. It's truly just the way that you live. And if if those who are following Jesus are living in a way, not that there won't be times where we're called to like speak and 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 you know debate in a really healthy way, but just the way that we live, that in and of itself, hopefully, would be an indication of living in the presence of God in a way that's different than anybody else not living in the presence of God. And I remember I was reading uh, in my, in my, um, my version Bible study, I'm reading a study on Revelation, which is super interesting. But one of the, one of the things that uh, happens in 
the book of Revelation is uh, Jesus uh, addresses seven specific churches in the in the early uh, first century. So there were there were seven specific newer churches uh, that had just been started that were following the way of Jesus. And one of them that he addressed in uh, the city of Ephesus was very interesting. In Revelation 2.2, he encourages them and says, I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. But then a few verses later, he says, but I yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. And so the point of the study, and I just thought it was so fascinating, Jesus was speaking to a church that was operating really well. And they were working hard, they were persevering, they were accomplishing things, they were productive, they were successful in, in uh, you know numbers and attendance. But his criticism was, but you lost the love. And I couldn't help but think of myself, I couldn't help but think of churches who would look, and I mean, similar to when Jesus said, there'll be so many people at the end of time who go, look at all that we did for you. And he'll say, but you never, but I didn't know you. And to this church, he's saying, you're doing a lot, but you need to get back to, to loving people and loving God. And that's what it's all about. So I've always had, I've always felt the need to, you know, pull myself back from actually, like you said, that attitude of like, we got the thing. And if you want the secret key to heaven, we'll give it to pull, pull myself away from that and go, I, I, my, my job here is not to like argue and convince and persuade. I'm sure the spirit calls us to that at points. My job is just to love, is just to love. It's just to like embrace and love people. And ideally through that, the light, as, as Jesus said, let your light shine before, uh, that the, that people would see us and see God, not see us. That our light would shine before men, but they would see our Father in heaven. They wouldn't see us. So I'm, if somebody was like, hey, how can I convince my Muslim friend or my Hindu believing friend or my atheist friend? How can I convince them that Christianity is the right way? I, don't, I, think, I think I would go, well, don't try to convince them. Just, just love them. Just, I mean, just if you guys have discussions, great. If you have debates, great. Like, be respectful. Hear what they have to say. Again, I would talk about like, well, where are you trying to get to? And here's where my destination is. You know, I believe it leads to, but I just, I would just go back to be like, yeah, just love that. That that's all that's expected is, is love. So maybe that's too simplistic, but that right when you're at, that's like such a great question. And when I go back to that, that's just, just, I'm, I'm a little bit like, I don't know where this, I don't know where the expectation of, well, I've got to know the right thing to say. And I've got to, well, here's a, th you know, if you follow these six bullet points and then I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. If, I think there's moments maybe we're called to do that, but I just think in general, it's like, man, if you're living your life in a way that the literal presence of God, because we are on this path is shining through, that's the right way because spirit's going to do it anyway. You don't, you don't have to succeed, quote unquote, succeed in winning this argument mm -hmm. to, to bring people to God. Cause he's just going to do that through you, like through your life. And vitamin D. I think vitamin D is real important. I say, speaking of just as a resource, if someone's like, man, I'm looking for actually a little bit more like apologetic type stuff where it's really uh, just interesting questions and thought provoking things, um, Preston Perry on Instagram is an amazing, he's, he's an apologi apologetic. Is that what you say? Apologist? Apologist. Apologist. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, a, and he I'm is, an apologist in, a, my, in my marriage. In a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he engages I'm in sorry. a lot of really, really good <laughs> Honey, conversation. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I ruined your amazing you point. You did. I'm I so know. sorry. It was yeah. a good joke. Preston. Though. Preston Perry. He is a he is a really really good thinker, um, and he engages in really thoughtful conversations in a very respectful way. Like he yep. he just it, there's so many 
things I'm like, gosh, that's a great point. That's a great thought. Um, there's a lot of debate within other, uh, even religions or just different thought patterns of, that he engages in with people. Uh, but he does it in such a honoring and respectful way and um, really, but is curious about other people. And so if you're looking to follow somebody yeah, that's, that's more of an apologetic and even the way he makes he makes points is real graspable. Yeah, it's, it's totally. not like Mm-mm. it's He's not awesome. like words John would use. They're yeah. really like oh, normal go follow him. human Preston words. Perry. Preston Perry. That's the. I think we're also going to be posting some more books to our website as well mm-hmm. for the whole series. Maybe not just tied to this one question, mm-hmm. but um, we'll keep putting resources up there so people can find more stuff to mm-hmm. read if they want. Great. Um, I heard somebody one time say, in in reference to talking to other people about their faith, they said, uh, if you get to a point where you realize you care more about winning the argument than the person you're arguing with, you should not be arguing with them. Yeah, that's great. Like, if if the the caring for someone needs to lead, but if if you're focused more on, like, I need to win, I need to convince, this is what I'm focused on, I'm actually not listening, I don't... What what did Lennox Barnett always say? He said, "People, people... don't care what you think until they think. What they, you think you care. Care. Okay. they don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that. I don't care what you know until they know that you care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People don't care what you know. Until I was. You know. I knew wow. where you were going. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah. about there. You're yeah, about there. I was like, I think I know what. Shout out Linux. Shout yeah. out Linux. All right. So was that your first of three questions? No, I oh. think we got to some other. I think we got it because I yeah. think it was a lot of it is was tied to like the idea of then how do we share our faith, which I know goes a different route, but it still is. It's like all rooted in this, like if Jesus is the only way, I don't want to come off that way. I think we covered some I heard somebody say ground. one time, we should love people till they ask why. Dude, I was just going to say that. Yeah. That's great. I, I think. You guys are literally the same person. <laughs> no, but I. But the point being like, yeah. don't share your faith until you're asked. Yeah. Right. yeah. But love people, love, love the community you're in, love the people around you, love your neighbors, love your coworkers. Love people so well that they ask why. They why? should be sad when you leave. That's what we always say. <laughs> yeah. <I> guess so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, we, we, we live in a culture, too, where we have, like, hypersensitivity to mm-hmm. um, inauthenticity, to, like, sales pitchy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we are just really high sensitive to that. And if you think, like, how hesitant or annoying or disrespectful it is when you feel approached by somebody trying to sell you a candy bar. Imagine how uh, like elevate the how much more magnified that would be if it's somebody trying to convince you of your eternal like they have the message for your eternity. I get the intent is right. I get the heart is right. right. I'm not doubting that at all. But just we live in a world where it's like, yeah, people once there needs to be some ownership to go. Hey, I noticed this, or can you tell me more about that? Or you mentioned you go to church, or can I, you know. That that's when there's like going to be some openness to yeah. then share your faith, and yeah. like you said, the way to share your faith is just live it until mm-hmm. people ask. Love it. That's a great quote. Yeah, I'm gonna get that tattooed later today. <laughs> I would, do John. You want to go you. for your second tattoo ever? Probably oh, the okay. back piece. Hey, wait. Can we? <laughs> I, I'm gonna put you guys on the spot just for a little uh, slight break of laughter. You, I can't believe you didn't tell this during your teaching. You have to tell the story of the tattoo you told Ashley you had when you guys were dating. <laughs> Come on, please. It's so funny. It's so funny. I guess we Ashley were, could probably Ash, do you tell you want to tell it? Yeah, I okay. had one tattoo, and when I told her I had one tattoo, 
and she you wanted to know college, what it was. You were in freshman year in college. So I thought, well, I could have fun with this. Yeah, I love where this because is going. Because she's never you, have seen you heard me. This? No, I don't oh. think so. No, we, yeah, we were just friends in college. We had a class together. Well, she's never seen me with my clothes off, so right. she doesn't okay. know what my tattoo is. Right. No, yeah. That's we were accountability. Just, they were pure. We were, no, we yeah. weren't dating. We weren't dating oh. at the time. We were just friends. This is now a purity podcast. We were friends in college. We were in a group together. We were talking about tattoos. And he said, yes, I have a huge spider tattoo all over my back. My whole back. is a spider tattoo. And I was, and I didn't want to be like, prove it. Show me. It just, that felt weird. So we were, camp- you we were in though. Campus you kinda, you were a little bit. I didn't want to be like, take your at shirt At her off. Bible study. Yeah. yeah. So I thought he had a huge spider tattoo. And I remember we were walking home from class one day and I was like, why though? And he was like, I don't know. I just, I don't remember. Oh, what you doubled said. down. But I was so confused. Chad doubled down. And I didn't know. And so I remember then we did start dating um, and we're just friends. And I, same thing. It just, it was in the back of my mind, but I just didn't occur to me to be like, hey, show me your tattoo. So we were going to go to, I think we were going to the beach with my family. And I remember thinking, this will be super awkward when he <laughs> unveils the <laughs> gigantic tattoo. <laughs> I forgot all about it. Yeah. I, and then, and then, wait, yeah. So how, wait, how long, how long after that was when oh, you man, went like to the months? beach? Oh, at least. So yeah, it was like six months. Six okay. Months okay. Later. So then That's I was, because awesome. I used to, when I was young, <laughs> you still when I was gave him high chance, school and college, you just lied your face yeah. off. I thought it was so funny to make stuff up. And to get people to believe things that I knew were not. I just thought it was so funny. Like, I would go home and I would laugh about it. I just, all for me. No, they would never find out the, the punchline of the of joke. But it just was so fun. I know. And like, they're like spider tattoos or yeah. like what you're So then you go to the beach. Yeah. And I and I remember being like, this will be interesting. And then he, nothing. And I was like, what happened to your spider tattoo? Which again, he doesn't remember. So he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you told me this whole story about a huge spider tattoo on your back. He's like, I have no, what? I don't remember that. Like God in Greek on my shoulder. (laughs) So that's it. That's so funny. No spider tattoo. Huge spider. Well, surprise, John. The whole staff pitched in to get you a big spider (laughs) tattoo on your back. We're doing it. We're doing it so that you can be a man of your word. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we've been talking a long time because that is such a good question. Uh, we we did have some questions that came in. They weren't like specific necessarily to the topic. So I'm thinking maybe we can uh, save them for a later date, maybe next week or, or yeah. other mm-hmm. time when we do some Q&A. Uh, unless you had any follow up. No, I from... think that was good. I'll think some more. <laughs> I might pop in here and there with something. Oh, okay. Something good. Uh, all right. Well, what's going on around Harlan that we need to... Tell people about. Ooh, we've got shed light coming up in two weeks. Um, it's gonna be so good. I was yeah. I'm we, sad. We filmed can a you, video can today. Can you just do your pitch <laughs> yeah. of what you tried to do on video? We did a video just and it was like really you're great. There. But then like I was like, there. what I really want to say is, everybody, why aren't you signing up for this? This is gonna be amazing. We've got <laughs> such great speakers coming and such great things planned. Like you just clear your calendar and be here. That's not what we said, though. We said yeah. it. She wanted to. I did. We anyway, pounding the table. So two, um, Jody, two of our my good friends, Jody Hickerson and Jen Oaks, are coming from California. They're amazing speakers, and one and Jen is going to do this really cool, like experiential. And thing. Jen was here recently. Jen was I already would say here. That's recent. Yeah. summer. Yeah, and that's then Lindsay Sharondi, she's going to come, and she's sharing her story on Super cool. going through, right. walking through her emotions and. Um, I can't wait to hear what she says about Dugan. I, you've got to be a trigger point. <laughs> I, I'm not important in her life for her to talk about. No, so man, she, awesome. she, March gosh, 16th. Dude, she's like really, really wise. 
and she's she is really good at communicating. Mm-hmm. Probably not in like a she uh, she she probably couldn't do it like within a lot of formalities as you guys know. But <laughs> she I, she kind of was like, hey, can I can I like run through what I'm maybe gonna talk about and you give me your thoughts? I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I'd love to. And it like blew me away. I was like, babe, that what that's so that's so brilliant. Like, where did you come? It's just I have no notes. That's amazing. So. Very excited for yeah. you all to hear what, yeah. what she is. Awesome. So yeah. get so signed exciting. up for that. Um, and then how not to read your Bible class is starting this week, as well as the Rooted experience, which every single person who goes through Rooted mm-hmm. loves it. Like yep. they just feel like it starts them on a new path and in a journey. And the group and community that they get to experience is mm-hmm. something huge. So um, if you're looking for community and growth in your faith, um, that's a great thing to get plugged into on Sunday. And then night to remember. That's our item of the month. We need. Oh, man, that's coming up. I know. Holy we're, cow. we're doing it in April this year instead of June. So um, volunteers mainly like hosts specifically. We need hosts. Um, and then, of course, always donations to make sure we can keep offering an awesome event for free. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. We should also mention we are talking to a gentleman named Preston Ulmer. Preston is the author of the book, Deconstruct Faith, Discover Jesus. That's one of the books that we read in preparation for the series. One of the resources we've got on the website is a additional reading people can do. And um, he heard somehow through the grapevine about our series and is loving it. And so we've been talking about potentially bringing him on the podcast here in the next couple of weeks. So Super stay tuned cool. for that. And we'll uh, potentially have an interview with Preston uh, that I think should be really, really good. Love it. Let's just save all the really hard questions for him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess that's it. Well, uh, feel free to head to the website. We are heartland.us to uh, see everything that's going on, to be able to sign up for everything. We will conclude the series this coming weekend kind of sad it's been really we'll do it good again. we'll do it again mm-hmm. let's just, just keep it all all year <laughs> we could probably find some You're probably good yeah. <laughs> what else is there to deconstruct well but this sunday's a big one yeah yeah so but the, we're answering the question if god is both good and powerful why is there so much pain and suffering in the world and we're the oh, first oh. people to ask that yeah. this is we are the first church <laughs> yeah. ever to address that question nobody's ever asked them before so really spearheading the movement out there uh, Brent, any last words? Have a really, really wonderful rest of your week. Okay. I expected, <laughs> expected more. I expected better from you. But that's good. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We will uh, see you this weekend. We will see you back here next week at the Bonus Content Podcast. And from all of us behind the scenes, stay, stay bonus, bonus, Heartland. Heartland. John, you didn't do it. I always forget. I'm like, I don't know what they're going to say. I saw you take a breath to do I it. I know. I was like, ah, I don't know what the line is. Thanks for listening to the Bonus Content Podcast. We'll see you this Sunday at Heartland, either in person or online. And we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a review or send us an email with any comments or questions, and you'll receive a special shout out on the next episode. Also, head to our website, weareheartland.us, for all the information on things going on in and around Heartland. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next episode of the Bonus Content Podcast.